Hey there, sweet sister friend. Welcome back to the Shine with Franny show. I am so glad you were here today, sister friend. Thank you so much for being a part of this community. I'm so grateful for you. And if you're new here, welcome. So glad you're here. I always pray that I steward well what the Lord has entrusted to me. So, all right. I feel like today's message is divine. It has been on my heart for several months now. Many of you know that I attended a ministry school. It was a ministry healing school um, late summer. And it was one of the foundational principles, if you will, of the healing ministry. And it is a topic that we've talked about previously on this show. And so I'm going to dive into this today. And I just pray that it is a divinely timed message for a listener or more, because we're going to spend the entire month here on this topic. So sit tight. You're going to want to grab your pen and paper because there are going to be some topics and uh, some scriptures I want you to dive into. So, all right. I don't know how y'all feel about counseling. I'm a fan. I love it. First of all, y'all know I love to talk. (laughs) And so I love being able to have someone process with me and then to further equip me with tools and give me different perspectives that perhaps I never saw or thought about. Um, or even explored on my own that I'm like, I never would have thought that person would offended by me saying this, or I never would have thought that this could be the reason for that. So I just love counseling and it's an opportunity for us to really dive into the places and the recesses of our hearts that perhaps have been wounded. And even some of the places we didn't even realize that there were wounds there. All right. So some are fresh and some are buried so down, so deeply down in our hearts. We don't even realize that they're there. So I had had many spells of, you know, years where I had sought professional counseling. So in 2016, I was actually in my early 40s. So we're just talking several years ago here. And I was in over my head in a relationship with a married man. If you're new here, that is not new. I shared that story a lot. It was simply a manifestation of me trying to fill a God-shaped hole in my heart that only God could fill. And for years and years, I had tried countless times and numerous ways to fill that, whether it be with food, alcohol, promiscuity, perfectionism, exercise, Bible studying, even the good things became bad things because they were not from God. And so the Lord led me to this wonderful Christian counselor. And I really do believe in Christian um, counseling. I think it's a great way to get biblical wisdom and, you know, advice and counsel Um, from someone hopefully that has a really strong foundation in the Bible and how to be able to utilize the Bible. So if you need some people, I've got some people um, that I'm happy to share with you. But I knew that I needed to really have the Lord heal my heart for good because this was one of the darkest moments of my life, one of the darkest. It wasn't even a season. It was a state that I was now living in. It had been years that I had been involved in this relationship. So in one of my assignments with Deb, she gave me some homework. And she said, okay, for our next session, I want you to go and identify a real life father, someone you know personally. And then I also want you to identify someone from a movie or a TV show or book, some fictional character, if you will, that you see as an ideal father. So both a real life person, as well as then this fictitious character. And she said, and come prepared to share your reasons next week. And I was like, oh, super easy. So wrote out my journal My first one was easy. My my real life dad was Mr. Jones, GP, Gary Paul. It was my best friend, Carrie's dad, shout out to Mr. Jones. And he was just awesome. He was lovable and he was jovial and fun and kind. And he was just such a sweet, endearing father to his three daughters, Carrie being the eldest. 
And he was so chivalrous and just so lovely and tender with his wife. He would take his car, his wife's car, and he would fill it up um, with gas. And he opened the doors for her, whether they were walking into the restaurant or they were getting into their car. He was also, though, a joker and a jokester in the very best ways. He always had a joke for us. He had special nicknames for us. He always had candy. And, you know, he's a, he was king of dad jokes, right? So he had nicknames for us. And mine, he had a little chant. And it was like, who can? Fran can. And I just loved having someone who believed me, especially someone who was not my own father. And let's just be real. The Joneses also had some really great treats. They were like into the charcuterie before charcuterie was a thing. They had pepperoni, triscuits, and cheese almost every time. It was a staple at their house. Let's just say yum, all right? So now as for a fictional father, I was obsessed with the movie 16 Candles. It was a John Hughes film of the 80s. Absolutely, I think I know pretty much every single word still to this day, almost by heart. And it was Samantha Baker, and I just loved her. She's played by Molly Ringwald, and she was awesome. And... I love that movie and I always teared up at the scene when her parents had forgotten her birthday because her older sister Jenny is getting married and she goes all throughout the day of her 16th birthday and every single family member had forgotten her birthday, her siblings, her parents, everybody, grandparents, everybody. And they were also distracted with all the comings and goings of her sister's wedding. And so now here, the father comes after he realizes it and he comes to her on the couch all the family members staying at the house. So she, you know, Sofa City is where she's sleeping. And he's just so tender. And he says, I am so sorry. He said, we were so distracted with all the things. And he said, you know, you're not like Jenny, your older sister. He said, you're super special and you're different. And he goes on to have this just heart to heart with her and, you know, in the dark on the couch and she's crying and all the things. And just very sweet. So here I come prepared with my homework, you know, next week and I hop on my call with Deb. And after we pray, she just dives up right into the assignment. And she affirms, you know, all the many attributes of Mr. Jones. And she's like, yes, he's a very, you know, very honorable man, man of God, ambassador. Yeah, good father. She's yes, yes, yes. So then I start explaining Jim Baker, which is Molly Ringwald's dad, Samantha Baker's dad from 16 Candles. And she was familiar with the movie. And then she opened up the door to 20 questions. And I felt like it was a full on interrogation, y'all. And she was able to, in the best way possible that a counselor can and a Christian coach, any coach can, they ask the right questions that lead you to an end that you now realize that you're like, oh my gosh, how did I not see this? And what she was able to lead me to was the realization that he was a crappy father. Like he was so distracted that he forgot his own daughter's birthday, like her 16th birthday. <laughs> We're not talking like, oh, it's your 41st, like pretty big deal, Right. And then she led me to understanding that this is pretty much the epitome of the worst dad ever. Like he would have won the badge of honor for that award. So this really started my journey and really my discovery at this point of what the orphan spirit was. And that is what we're going to be focusing on, focusing on this month. It was a really popular series I had done last year, last October, the entire month was devoted to this. And I just really felt the need, as I mentioned, when I went to ministry school earlier this year, this is the foundation of a relationship. Because if we don't have the father's love, and I'm talking the father, capital T, capital F, if we don't have our Abba's love, then guess what? If we are not able to receive that as a daughter of the king, 
If we walk around as an orphan, then we're not able to fully receive. So we therefore cannot fully give. And that's scriptural, y'all, right? Fully give, fully receive. Fully receive, you fully give. It's kind of the whole cycle of the Bible. We have to be able to receive his love in order to be able to give it out. Now, I will share this with you. Some people were like, I didn't even realize that the orphan spirit, I, you know, I have a really good relation with my parents. Please know you can have had, you could have two parents. You could have had an awesome dad. Like he could have been winning the dad of the year award, but it's a posture of your heart. And it's an attitude that you have to have an orphan spirit where that you do not believe that God's love is for you. And it is a place in your heart that you maybe have some distrust or mistrust of the God. It could be it of the God of our God. It could be in, you know, an area of finances. It could be with your health. It could be with your own life. You know, if you're a constant worrier, there's a place in your heart that is not trusting God, right? They always say the area where you stress the most and where you're, you know, most anxious is the area you trust God the least. So if you think about what in your life causes you stress, worry, anxiety, that's the area that you trust God the least. All right. So I want you to recognize that the orphan spirit does not mean that you had bad parents. Okay. It's a posture of your heart. It's an attitude that we have. And I will tell you, sister friend, this is foundational to us literally walking in freedom and being healthy and being whole, which as you know, is my prayer for every single listener. All right, so we know that healing comes from the finished work of Jesus, but we must remember that Jesus has come to show us the Father, that there are there's one God, three members, and Jesus was God in the flesh. And so when you saw Jesus, you saw the nature of God. You saw his caring, you saw his kindness, you saw his compassion. Even in the temple, you saw his anger. You know, so we see that righteous and, you know, that that justice he was striving for there with the temple. But then we see this sweet, endearing, loving man. So God is Jesus in the flesh. So sister, I pray that if you are in need of some healing, I invite you to come back this entire month as we dive deeper into this topic and heal the places and spaces of your very own heart that might be wounded in areas you may not have even realized. Because in order to be able to love fully and to live freely, guess what, girl? We need to go ahead and do some of that heart work. We need to get that heart healed in order for you to be able to walk in your own healing, your own wholeness, and walk alongside of someone else. Your healing is for someone else. It's not exclusive for you. All right? Remember that. And I would invite you, sister, just like Debbie gave me that homework, sit with the Holy Spirit and ask, are there any places that I need to heal my heart? Show me truth. Reveal it to me. Give me discernment. Are there any places that I need to, you know, open up to my own father that maybe he wasn't there for me the way that the Lord has, you know, the Lord wants me, wants me to love him, wants me to receive his love because most likely your earthly father and your relationship with our heavenly father are usually pretty similar. And so there's usually for me, like I mentioned, for me, it took because I didn't have a good relation with my father. It took me years and years, and I'm still in the process of healing. I still open up wounds right now, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, how did I not trust the Lord here, or why? And then I have to go back, and I have to refer you know, back to Scripture, renewing my mind, Romans 12, 2, all the time. So sister, I want us to close with this because 
we're reminded that when Jesus, he gives instructions, right? When he was asked, how do we, how do we pray? Now notice, it doesn't say, what do we pray? It says, how do we do it? The Our Father is actually a little bit of an outline. Remember, God's not a God of formulas, but he gives us an outline. He said, this is how you should do it. And we say, Our Father. We are supposed to pray to our Father. He is the one who can take care of everything. So, sister, I invite you to dive into one of the, one of the four Gospels in the New Testament and, and read the Lord's Prayer. Luke 11, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us thy trespasses, which for we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory for yours forever and ever. Amen. Now I did a little ad lib on that last part there. I think that might be a little bit of my Catholic upbringing. I'm not so sure. <laughs> but I want you to go and I want you to pray that and pray it out. Our Father, oh Lord, we thank you. You are in heaven, Lord. You are seated in the heavenly places. We long to be with you. Thy kingdom come. Lord, we thank you that we are part of your kingdom. And as daughters of your kingdom, that means that we are royalty. Thy will be done. Lord, we thank you that your ways are higher than our ways. Your thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Lord, and you just walk through that prayer. You just walk it out. Lord, if there's any unforgiveness in my heart, if there's anything that I've done that I've trespassed upon someone else, Lord, I ask that you forgive me. Lord, I ask them that I can give them forgiveness. So you just walk through that prayer and you just pray it through. All right, sweet sister. I hope that today's message blessed you. As I mentioned, keep coming back. We are going to unpack more of this. And also you could dive into any of last, last October. So October of 2021, many of the um, podcast episodes are all about the orphan spirit. So they'll be different. So I would invite you to keep coming back, but that will give you a great foundation. If this was helpful for you, that I would invite you to come back for Orphan Spirit Revisited. All right, sweet sister friend, until we meet next time, keep on shining.